Hello, and welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Hey, how's it going? I'm tired of all the crap being posted on the uh, DPN about us being slackers. So, uh, <laughs> <What's here's>, gonna... <laughs> all right, way to go! Come out, both barrels. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, they want they want uh, adult beverages too. I think so. Crack it open. Okay, let's see if I can crack this open right by the mic so you get that. Oh, oh, awesome yeah. feeling. All right, nice. All right. Um. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's apologize for a little bit of a... Why? We have nothing no, to you're right, you're right. We have the, we're, 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 we're snooty high-priced talent, or no talent, <laughs> however you want to look at it. You wouldn't even know talent. <laughs> yes. I no talent if it bit me in the butt. Who All right, gives a right. crap? No, we're paid too right. much to worry about what the public thinks. Come on. Yeah, we got our own, we got our own things to worry about. Anyway. Um, <sighs> that was good. Hey... Yeah. Before we, before we get rolling too much though into our topics for today, I uh, want to again say thanks to those of you who have left us iTunes feedback. Uh, we're up to like twenty two now. Oh, all right. Um, and if if you don't feel like leaving us iTunes feedback, but you get our stuff from iTunes, feel free to go in there and say that all the four star and five star re- reviews were helpful, and that all the one and two star reviews were not helpful. <laughs> That's you can help us that way too if you want. Is that how the ones disappear? I have no idea how the ones disappear. Because I'd, like I'd like to get a r- rid of a few on imaginary my way. Because there was one guy who was just nasty about you know my family and stuff. I'm like, screw you, buddy. Uh, well, we'll have to go in there and say it's not helpful, and that way it has less weight than that's, the ones that are helpful. That's right. So, All what, right. what are we going to talk about tonight? Since you know we threw our other show last week in oh, the trash because it was gosh, so bad. that was bad. That was bad. I don't. Neither of us. Are, I don't think we're. We had our mind on Disney stuff at the time. More adult themed things were going on. Yeah. So, anyways, on okay. to the show. Uh, we want to talk about the my, crowds. My new twenty-four inch iMac. No, no, no. No, no, no. We want to talk about the crowds. Oh, by the way, though, welcome, welcome, Lou, into the world of Apple. Try a Mac, you'll never go back. I think uh, Lou is. The new proud member of it. Well, I won't say what size oh. Mac. I'll let him announce that. But all right, Lou, good job. We can also plug that Bob is getting ready to come on our show. Yeah, stay we tuned. Need to, for we need that. we need to coordinate with him. That'd be sometime we're, next week. Probably. We're in talks. We're in talks. Yeah, we're negotiating with his people. All right. So crowds at Disneyland. Um, is there a way to manage them? Uh, this last weekend, when uh, Chris from the Big D was there, they closed the gates at Disneyland. And uh, you, being a security type dude, should probably know what that number oh, is. That excuse me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Adult beverages. That's you get, that's you get a drink a drink it too fast. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was up in Vegas, so I I didn't notice anything about the crowds this last weekend, but. Okay, but in your experience, do you remember what the magic number was for the fire marshal to say, shut the gates? Um, I don't believe we ever hit that number when I was there, or they never said this is the number. I mean, I'm trying to remember what year it was, and I was actually there on the 4th of July, which was the big day still, I think, on the record books, and they didn't close the park. you got to remember, let's say if they say there's 60,000 people in the park, the attendance is 60,000. There's probably only 
45 or so in park Th at the 30, time. 35, 40 in the park, probably. Okay, but there is a number that when that's the in park number. When the in park number hits a certain whatever it is, they close the gates. I guess that's the theory. And tell you to go to DCA. Well, that did happen last year once when I took my son and his friend who we were buying a ticket for, and they wouldn't let us buy a park hopper because they said we couldn't get into Disneyland. And I had the question, well, I'm an annual pass holder. I wonder if they'd let me in. But it didn't matter because the kid with us didn't have a pass. But you were relaying a little story where an annual pass holder walked up and they asked whether or not Correct. He, he'd already been in, been in. He said no, and they said he couldn't come in, so he went over to DCA, went in, got a hand up, came back, said, look, I've been in. Um, so, Yeah, and they let him in. And why, if you were an annual pass holder, and you know how much it sucks to be there when it's crowded. Would you want to be there? Yeah, exactly. They're limiting admission. Why would you want to step into that anyway? I don't know. Well, if you're but, a premium annual pass holder, you know, your shit doesn't stink, so you're supposed to be in there anytime you want, right? Okay, correct, but what sane, non-shit, stinking annual pass holder wants to go in when it's freaking crazy? The ones that pay the extra money for premiums. Ugh. Otherwise, they could just be a little punk-ass one like you and get your little local one or whatever you have. <laughs> I don't have a local. That Are you kidding? The deluxe I have annoys me upon occasion. We're going to have to go back to premium soon because yeah. it's just not. I mean, like Thanksgiving weekend, I'd like to go in on Saturday or Friday. Friday, Friday after Thanksgiving would be an awesome day to be at Disneyland. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Everyone's gonna be out shopping. Black yeah, may, Friday. Maybe I'll go. Yeah, sounds like a good uh, idea. All right, have I'll, a good call, time. I'll, I'll call you. <laughs> okay, have a good time. I will. I always have a good time at Disneyland. Uh, anyway, so, but it was crowded. It's been crowded. You know, we we made jokes. We make jokes in our shows that there's no such thing as a slow time anymore. No, that's what, not a. It's not a joke. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why isn't there a slow time? Why can't we have a slow time again? Why can't we... Why cannot... Why can't Disneyland be not crowded anymore? Is there it, something... It's a combination of things, I think. Year-round schools, rotating schedules... Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's blah, minor. Blah, 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 No, that's, that's all... I think that's all... Oh, because all... it's so cheap to go to the park. I mean, anybody can afford it, so... Yeah, okay. But is there a way to control it? Do you think there's measures that could be taken? <laughs> you pass right past that. You you actually really think it's affordable for the average person? A d okay, and a, a a day? No, a day a day ticket for two parks is eighty three bucks. Okay, but you spend thirty more dollars, and now you can come back one hundred and sixty days. Yeah, all the one hundred stinking days you don't want to be there. That's the little local pass, right? Yeah, the Southern California Select they call it. Whatever. But still, that's a value. That's good money compared to the price of a one-day ticket. That's a friggin' steal. Sure. Okay, and there's a reason there's 700,000 annual pass holders floating around in Southern California. How many? The last number I read was 700,000. Where'd you read that? Uh, an unreliable source of information. Mice. Mice chat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, if you talk to you talk to cast members, they're going to say they're going to drop the number six hundred thousand. Uh, let's drop the number six hundred thousand. Yeah, well, let's use the technical term. There's a shitload of them. Okay. But on this on this particular day where the park was full, I would be more interested in what the what percentage of annual pass holders were in the park. I would too, because that's the numbers. This weekend not was a blackout. You. Yeah, it, 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 that oh, they're not really, going to either. No, that would be really telling. That's that's the. Uh, 
a coup d'etat, if you will, to know what the hell's going on. They don't tell us. They don't, I, oh, duh. I, I, okay, but regardless of that, I mean, we don't have that information. What we do know is it's friggin' crazy, and there's got to be a way to fix it. Um, yeah, raise the price of the tickets again. See, I don't think that's a bad idea. Ooh. <laughs> You're heartless, man. You're... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but... you got yours. Who cares about the other poor lowly people? <laughs> yeah, right? that's it. Okay, how about operationally? Is there something operationally? I mean, there's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how they, how they, about they need you know, a how about leader? More than one. How oh, about yeah. how about um, uh, making make... DCA more palatable, where you actually have to, you know, go, Hmm, which one do I really want to go in today? You know, yeah, where it's... that would help. You know, my friend Ray, who's I'm helping print his new. Um, I, I call it a far side comic type book. All the ones he's done about the park. Excuse me. He had done some. Some of these have, were done a little while ago, and there were some DCA references. And he says most people are getting it, and most people, a lot of people, are commenting back to him that it was better as a parking lot. You know, and I've heard that so many <laughs> times now. I really want to puke because I'm sorry. It is. I personally find it better in a parking lot. It's not the best park Disney's ever made. But can they make a home run on every park? I mean, this one's uh, a single, almost a, almost actually, it almost gets you on base by being hit. I mean, that's it's not their <laughs> best park, but I can sure go in there and have some fun. I mean, I, what would you rather do? Sit in the parking lot and you know, eat your lunch, or go to DCA and eat your lunch, or or, or whatever you got to do. It's you, anybody who says that is needs to pull their head out of their ass and you know get with it. I mean, it's just so stupid to say that. I, I, uh, I don't know. But. All right. Okay. Well. <sighs> so yes, we could we could add some e-tickets or D-ticket type rides to Disneyland. Maybe reopen some facilities that are no longer open, and we could do some more to DCA that would draw some crowds over there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Some guests over there. <laughs> Some unwashed masses. Yes, I, I I need to do my two finger point that way. Okay. Well, all right. So. Yes. All right. Well, I'm I'm just wondering if if the, is that enough? I mean, you... you have to give more people something to do to either eat them up in rides, or take them over to the other park with some more things to do there. So <clears throat> I pref- I'd prefer that. I'd rather see DCA become. Uh, so awesome that when you step in the Esplanade and the ticket booth person says, Which, where do you want to go? And you can only spend one day, you can only make one choice, where it's not a no-brainer like it is now. No, no, no. That, you know, that's, I think that's the wrong approach. Disneyland is always going to be the star, but you've got you to gotta give it the, let's say for the locals. You know, There's so much talk that Disneyland's a local park. Which and, a, and that I, bugs that bugs me too. And, I'm sorry, it's not a know, local park. Well, you, the reason it bugs me is is because it's used pejoratively. And for okay, those of you right. who don't know what that means, sorry. What the heck I, is that? You know, the studio phone is on. Hold on, let me turn that on. Um, for those who you who don't know what pejorative means, go look it up. And if you can't spell it, too bad. Um, it's not a local park. It wasn't built to be a local park. Um, like, duh, Disneyland Hotel the Disney didn't build it. Yeah, no kidding. You know, rather build it, you know, working with Disney to bring people there so they can stay. People from all over the world still continue 
to come to Disneyland. Yes, it's not the vacation kingdom of the world, but it's not was not intended to be a local park. Yes, a large percentage of its daily visitors are local, and they help keep it thriving. But that doesn't mean it's a local park. We need to find another word. Other, I mean, it's the crown jewel. It really is. It's the. It's I don't want going to. Be. I don't want to use the word mecca. I could use Holy Land. I mean, many people <laughs> still do come back to the Holy Land and want to see the original. When you see, I mean, just loads and loads of Japanese tourists come to this park, and if you find out that they're just here really to see L.A. and Disneyland. And they've got a Disneyland in their own backyard. You know that there's still something special. Yep. That they're coming all yep. the way over here. So. Okay. It's okay. By the way, it's pejorative. P e j o r a t i v e. Why are you doing that? If our fans can't spell it, having you know, a disparate. You know, for the uh, newbies. Come on, there's new listeners okay, out are, there. Are you gonna put? You gonna describe DF while you're at it too? Mm, you know, we really okay. need to find the show where that was defined because. It's really, it's really not. It's going the wrong way. Yes, DF is pejorative, but it's not. It's Disney fundamentalist, and I think we've lost sight of it. Well, you think people think it's dumb? Yeah, or you know, something frickin', else. Frickin' mother, reckon. Or Disney fanatic, you know, whatever. Oh, definitely not Disney fanatic. No, no, yeah. no, 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 it's no, no. Disney fundamentalist. Yes. Well, maybe we'll have to say it out loud, longhand, a few times. To but, anyways, go back to since since you think our our crowd's dumb enough, they can't look it up for themselves. Not the dumb. It's it's the extra service we're adding that oh, they don't, okay. we don't make them run. Maybe they're listening to this in a, in a car driving to work. See, I we thought we were kind of like the equivalent of the blue collar comedy guys. You know, not quite as. No, no, you came out and said you were snobs. We're not going to tell them what we were doing. All right, go ahead. Finish, okay. finish your thought. Pejorative. Having a disparaging derogatory or belittling effect or force. So, yeah, using Disneyland as local park in a pejorative term just kind of bugs me. Yes, it's a local park. It's a, the, the latest number out there is 700,000 annual pass well, holders. Well, you know, Walt Disney World is local to those who live in Orlando. Exactly. Winter Gardens. Uh, and they uh, go to it. Celebration. A few of those are local. So all those people that go to the Magic Kingdom, it's just a local park. Yeah. Yeah, the MGM studio. Oh, I'm sorry. The studios is just a local park. Come on, get over yourselves out there. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, so I'll take that one, yeah. Okay, so, all right. So we talked about getting DCA up to speed. That'll suck some people out. Getting some people eaters in there. People mover is a good example. Any big omni mover attraction, right? Reopen stuff. Maybe make a, you know, Vention Circle building well, into something that'll... I don't mean reopen to just bring a 20-year-old, 30-year-old attraction back. I mean, no, you reopen use, a facility. A facility and, that's and, closed and put something good in there. I understand what you correct. mean. Correct. Like they're doing with Midna Midway Mania there in the back yeah, end. Well, we'll wait and see. You know, by the way, that that brings up a tangent. I was over at Reimagineering, and you know, I really kind of liked that site when it started. But now I think those people want to be argumentative just to be argumentative. Let me ask you this question. And if you haven't been and read one of their latest rants, what do you think of Monsters, Inc.? The, the ride? Yes, I like the it. ride. Considering, yes, I like that, it. considering that site's about the parks, why would you think that meant maybe a movie? 
I don't know. Because you're I dumb, like, dumb shit? I, li- I like the ride. Okay. Do you think it's as good as any other dark ride that you've seen at Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom? Okay. Yes. I would compare it to Alice in Wonderland, Pinocchio, Snow White. And you think Peter it's Pan. up to par with those? Pooh. Well, uh, you got to define which pile of poo you're talking about because one is superior to the other. Correct. One has less stench than the other. I'm talking about Disneyland. <laughs> wait, wait, yes. wait, wait. Well, Disney World, I think, I think Magic Kingdoms is better than Disneyland. I do too. I do too. Okay, I, I agree. All right. Um, I mean, it, it's it's on the same level in my mind. Um, okay. Now, l- now, back up. Is its facade up to the same level as any of the other dark rides? Uh, no. Well, compared to the Magic Kingdoms, I think its facade can yes, carry itself. Would. It's kind of hokey, but uh, the facades at the Magic Kingdom are far all, from glamorous. So All they did was repaint the one that was there already for Superstar. They didn't change anything. Oh, well, the, did it have the, the big uh, cardboard kind of like cutout type yeah. stuff? It's been so long now since I've yes, I've seen but it had it. see it had you know scenes of oh, that's LA true. stuff. Yeah, that's true, it's true. Painted but the, on yeah, it. the queue is is weak. But name me a dark ride, really. That's there's only one that's got a superior queue on the level that all queues should be judged by. At Disneyland, yeah. Well, Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom. There is the one the one dark ride that sets itself apart from all other dark rides by its queue alone. But I mean, the ride is great too, but the, the queue really sets itself apart. Tick tock, tick Yeah, tock, I'm drawing tick a blank. Tock, tick tock. Oh my god, you're a dumbass tonight. Um Roger Rabbit. Oh gosh, see <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right. It happens occasionally. Well, you know, the sad thing is I haven't ridden Roger Rabbit in a couple years. And I haven't ridden, you know, the last time I wrote it before then was probably five or six years with Two Town for longer than that. Yeah, I got to admit, when I pull up to it and it says 30 minutes, I'm like, yep, right turn. Or actually, left turn, I'll do something else. But I I, I dig it, and it's got a great queue. There's not a dark ride around that's got a queue like it. Correct. It's actually a rather immersive queue. Yes, it is. And for those of you who don't know what immersive means, Michael, look it up for you. No, not this time. Okay, I've done. I've done my one. I've <laughs> done my one community <laughs> service for the day. Um. So. Okay. It's cute, you know, only because it went right in where Superstar Limo was. Does it have a queue that's more than just switchbacks? Though it is chain switchbacks for a while till you get inside. But you know, a mediocre job on theming the inside of that. Uh, considering how they kind of took the direction of the attraction, uh, I, I don't think it's horrible. It's not the you know the best, but then dark ride queues usually aren't that great. Uh, but these guys in Reimagineering just ripped this thing apart. You know, like uh, you know, look at you know, considering the whole movie kind of evolved around you know going through the door. You know, they pretty much thought that you got screwed because you never went through the door except the kind of cardboard cutout type door when you first walk into the queue. Uh Um, And they were kind of comparing to Alice in Wonderland where you go down the hole. Um, Personally, I think I was reading a few other posts they had. They're really kind of running out of their, their fire is getting dim. You know, it's went from a raging raging fire to one of those little um, 
dermalogs. You know, it just doesn't have the intensity that it I'm... used to. <laughs> it's got a I lot like of this... fluff, a lot of color, but it just doesn't have the intensity of the real thing. I like this guy's uh, comparison, relaxing at Disneyland, a guy sitting on a bench. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> relaxing at DCA, people sitting on the curb. But, you know, <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that, but it's that that, well, that one's true. I, I, can, I can go with that. There's not a whole lot of places to sit. In fact, we, we ate at the Award Wieners uh, not too long back. Not too long back. Uh-huh. That's, that's a nice choice of words. Um, there's no place to sit. There's a few benches. Or not benches, few tables right at the award wieners, a couple across at the Frank Lloyd Wright uh, Memorial restrooms. Restroom, <laughs> and you pretty much have to sit on low walls or on the floor. I mean, they're they're that's that's one of the few things recently that that website's had that actually made a little sense. But I think they really are stretching it with their complaint about Monsters Inc. The the complaint about the Great Movie Ride had some validity to it, though I never saw. The thing that they're complaining about, uh, because by the time I, I went there, it was just the scrim already. And I always thought the scrim looked kind of hokey, but I didn't know that it had real water at the beginning. So, but anyway, check the videotape. So back to what crowd to, control. Back to crowd control. Well, I you know obviously raising prices, I wouldn't think would be that smart of a thing. They've already got kind of the the rep for the overpriced entry. Yep. I, so you, I you've think... got to build some attractions, and you've not. You need to not raise the price to go in when you build your multi-million-dollar attraction, because in the long run you're going to recoup it. You you need to you need to enhance the guest experience by not being, you know, toe to toe with everybody else. There is a picture on that Imagineering website about the crowds, and they've got a picture of Main Street where it looks like it's just total gridlock. And we came in the other night right around the parade oh of firework gosh. time. And it's like, crap, I totally, you know, it's like, why did I time this like that? And, you know, you know, if you let's just let's put it this way. If you know what you're doing, you can work around crowd control. But if you get caught in the masses and you want to say go to the west side of the park, you're going to be forced to the east side, have to go all the way around the yep. hub usually. So you have to surpass, uh, was, um, I won't use my, uh, something like that. Yeah, one of those big words that we, we can't even pronounce. Um, <laughs> that, that, that. You've got to kind of go on the sly, cut into the middle like you're going to stand there for fireworks, saying like cut into the candy shop, go through the candy shop, up through plaza where the pin whores are, and make yep. run, run that gamut, hope the sharks don't get you. And then swim upstream through Adventureland. Never make eye contact with anybody waving a light wand. And just <laughs> go. And you, you, you'll get lucky. But it's, or, in the, or in the old days, just you know, get on a train. Yeah, or, you could do the train thing, sure. Or get on the Skyway. Or you could start drooling a little bit, pretend like you don't know what they're saying, and just you know, work yeah. your way through the crowd, too. <laughs> Uh, I, that was very insensitive, Mike. I heard that noise you made. You were probably hitting your chest too, weren't you? No, I was you not. Are, you my are chest. so insensitive. God. <laughs> You're a pig. You know that? I did no such thing. You're funny. You're in rare form today. I almost spit out my adult beverage. You got it. 
got an extra edge today. Oh, that was funny. It's because it's been been like two weeks since we've been behind the mic. Well, it's been two weeks and some interesting interesting things going on at work. I'd like to smack my my senior partner over, but maybe I empty this adult beverage and see if they break like they do in in the movies. Mm. I have a feeling it'd be no. not quite like that. But anyways, so okay. So we need. We but, really need a goodie ticket. When's the last what, time we had a? They're gonna give us another that Midway Madness crap is just another dark ride. Oh, it's, it's not even a D. It's a C. Come on. If it's anything okay. like, but if now if you consider Buzz Lightyear a D, then you're on crack or something. That's a that's a C ticket if I've ever seen one. What? Buzz Muzz, get it out of there. It's it's a Wait. C ticket. Come on. Is is Pooh in Critter Country a C ticket in your mind too? Uh yes, it is. So all dark rides are C tickets? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All right. And if, and they're, what... if they're really bad, they could be a B. Like Pooh, right. Pooh here could be a B. Pooh and Magic Kingdom might give it a C, but and what constitutes a D ticket? Damn fine ride. Okay, but what is, what now is an example of a D ticket? Uh, let's think. Um, I would have put the submarines, the old submarines, not the whatever is going on with Nemo submarines. But I would have I would have done the subs as a D. Um, but they weren't. Uh, you know I gotta go back and look. I'm not sure if they were or not. If they were E ticket. I feel I feel ripped off. Um, I thought it was a D. Can't remember. People okay, wait mover, a second. People there was no. Be a D. All, right, all right. Here's another quick another quick tangent. I, e, ticket history. Weren't were there were no E tickets until the 1959 Tomorrowland expansion, right? You know, you got me there. Uh, the self self acclaimed Disney expert is stumped. I don't know. It's been so long since we dealt with tickets uh, that I can't remember. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was no e tickets until the 1959. Well, e ticket is was definitely not there when the park opened. That that is a given. We know that. Okay. When they and actually I think, came in, I do not know. And I think the subs were the first e tickets. You know, for what you got to remember at the time. Um. But you, all right, but we, you know, it's not a, it's not outside the realm of possibility to downgrade an attraction from an E to a D. Okay, so I'll give you subs as a D ticket. How about something that's operating now? What, what would I consider? Um, that's yeah, you're right. I just found a website that had some stuff, and the subs were a uh, E ticket. You know, it's, well, for that matter, so is the Enchanted Tiki Room. I, you know, it's classic. Well, yes, I'd make it a D ticket. Okay. I agree with oh, that as a D ticket. Storybook is a D ticket. I would have made mm. that a C ticket. Okay, see, I, I think we're I think we're sub, uh, being subject to some grade inflation or ticket inflation here. You know. And, well, well, okay. Yeah. Now you you okay. Indiana Jones, E, E. I now I rated it on Imagineering My Way a D, but you know don't confuse MiceCast and IMW's rating system because over there it's you know it's Superstar Limos the bomb. All the way up to E is the best, and not the bomb being good like kids say today, but it's as being crap, about crap, and okay. E being a, the best right. I just you know using the little play on the the, the ticket coupons yeah. as a a way of grading, but in this it, sense we're talking about the actual. Well, uh, what would you pay for the ride? An ABC or public, E ticket? Okay. Correct. Correct. Um, you know, there's somewhere, uh, yeah, well, because of Indiana Jones, I think it, uh, Space Mountain. Those kind of things um, skewed the skewed the, the the tickets. I think. How about Pirates mind. and Mansion as D oh, tickets? No, no, no. Those would be E tickets for me. Okay. Uh, 
DC Express, no. I'm sorry, David Crockett Canoes or Explorer Canoes, whatever they call them now. Those were D's. Mark Twain, were right they? on the Mark Twain Those were or the D's. Columbia D. Okay. Those were all D's. And I, okay. could, I could stick with that, like Flight to the Moon or you know, Flight yeah, to Mars. Yeah, Mission to Mars. That was a D. D. I'd almost, okay. You know, it's, it's a little bigger than a dark ride, so I guess I'd give it a D. Today I'd say it's a C ticket. But All right, so see, I, I can't see Buzz or what's going to become because they're too, they're, the interactive component of them makes, gives them a little boost in my uh, mind. You know, the interactive component is playing to the lowest common denominator in today's market. Meaning someone that's got the short attention Basically. Span. Well, it's it's playing to, um, you know, the, basically the video game era. The the uh, Look what they used to do in the, the arcade. Two levels of arcade. There was a time when everybody had to be in the arcade. That's kind of past. Arcades are small and kind of passe now, right? But computer games and PS3s and kids bring their crap with them to Disneyland. You know, nothing like seeing kids walking around. My kid's done it too, and sometimes it's just, you know, here, shut up, listen, you know, play with your PlayStation thing or whatever those things are. I always call it uh, your Playboy, and he's like, Dad. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, they sit in line with their, their their earphones on, and I'm like, God, isn't there enough stimuli, stimuli around here that you don't have to have your, your iPod going and you're playing with your little computer game? But, you know, that's that's the world we live in today, and I think that's exactly what Buzz Lightyear is all about. And Midway Madness is the same way. They haven't really given us anything new. They've just put a new theme to it. Sure. Omni Mover. So, yeah. yeah it's stuff just, to shoot I think at, it's yeah. just playing to, you know, the kids who have short extension or attention spans. And it's the cartoon era kid. I mean, how many freaking cartoons can they put on TV today? And so, so many of them are so horrible. <laughs> and, I mean, that's just what kids do. Do you have, do you have Boomerang? It's a, it's a, um, it's an offshoot of the Cartoon Network. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't get much t- time to watch okay. TV between my studying for my exams and well, I'm working just, on know, podcasts, slaving away at writing. You know, you, you know, might all those things. Your kids might watch this stuff or come across these things, but Boomerang is a Cartoon Network channel that shows old cartoons. I mean, old, like Tom and Jerry, uh, old or older. Yeah, like Top Cat. Remember Top Cat? Yeah, that's not as okay. old as Tom and Jerry, though. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, wait till your father gets home. Oh, that was a great one. Okay, uh, you know, here's what's funny about some of those. Even even um, Looney Tunes, Looney those, Tunes those up were, the wazoo. Those were prime time, considered oh, yeah. adult oriented. Now they play them for kids. Like when you think about it, Simpsons, is considered not. You know, I would consider Simpsons PG thirteen. Yeah, but they play them in all the kids slots and repeats. Right. Wait till your father gets home was a prime example. In its day, yeah. would have been, if there was a PG thirteen, would have probably be considered that at least. Yeah, it was. It was. It was hard to watch. It was on. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I watched this as a kid because yeah. it was slow and plotting. Yeah, I but mean, anyway, the, the Family Guy, all this crap that now they put. You know, they put that in show repeat. is funny. Okay, it might be funny for adults. <laughs> that show is you hilarious. want your kids watching that? Oh heck, no! That's why it's on at nine o'clock at night. Not the repeats. <laughs> What repeats? And with TiVo and all that crap now, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, but see, with the broadcast network can't, you know, they can't control when you decide to show it. You know, they can only, no, they can only I, do their best I, to put it on an hour. The Family Guy, if they're in repeats like The Simpsons are, um, I'm not sure. But anyway, Yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> there's a YouTube video floating nah, around sure of the men of, of the, <laughs> the men of it. And they, there's one piece of Thanksgiving pie left, and they all drink that stuff that makes you barf when uh, when you drink booze. You know, I forget that. I've stuff never that had that problem. No, I don't know. There's there's some there's something you can drink that, that induces vomiting, right? And they all chug this stuff down. The last guy to lose it gets the pie, right? <laughs> it's and it's two minutes of them vomiting. It's just hilarious. No, the best vomiting movie has to be <laughs> Stand, Sleeping, by Stand by Me, the Stephen <laughs> King one. Yeah, that's <coughs> that that takes the cake for vomiting. I think. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you know, funny. Rough. You know, talking about The Simpsons. My kid was watching The Simpsons today before he went to school. Something TiVo'd. You know, I don't know if it was the prime time one or the repeat one, but they were on family vacation at you know a theme park that's a lot like Disneyland, but it's. Um, Oh, not Rim and Stimpy. What's the little mouse? See, I don't watch it. Itchy, ma- itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, itchy yeah. and Scratchy. They're at their theme park. And Homer's trying to jump the fence or something. I think I see Homer gets one. in trouble for like kicking one in the butt. And they, then uh, Bart gets in trouble for shooting a stink bomb in type stinky suit. And, they, you know, they take him into the, you know, like the Disney security. He goes down levels, 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 yeah. levels. And they get into a control center where they're calling all kinds of things out. And then one guy's need merchandise and section, you know, it was... It was just kind of funny. They got this sort of like pseudo Matterhorn in the background. They're like on Main Street. It's kind of funny. It's uh, Ernest, I'm sure, would get a kick because it's another ode to Disney. Oh, my but, gosh. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny because they tend to make fun of California Adventure. My, yeah, I heard that. My son it's... still thinks it's funny when he wants, uh, Homer wants to hide his, his uh, mother out at California Adventure because nobody goes there. Goes there, yeah. 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 Funny, funny stuff. Well, they they were oh that's that's and they went off to Euro, Rim and Sti- no it's not Rim and Stimpy who'd you say it was Itch, itchy and scratchy itchy and scratchy they're at Euro itchy and scratchy and nobody's there and I'm thinking okay again funny in some kind of sense but uh, Euro or uh, Paris Disneyland does draw a crowd so uh, yeah so anyways but it's it's kind of I I do find it remotely funny when they do some of that stuff so. Uh, yeah, they they rip on Disney all the time. Well, yeah, you know, local guys making it. He, he, I mean, the big guy always gets beat up on, right? I mean, does who does everybody compare themselves in the drink world? Coke, right? Because Coke's on the top. Sure. In the fast food world, who does everybody compare McDonald's. themselves? McDonald's. Thank you. You know, and, and so on and so forth. So who are they? When they got to make fun of a theme park, what are you got to mention? Knots? Of course. Half the people in the world don't even know what Snots is, you know? Sure. Six Flags. I mean, it's still not. Maybe. Gonna, maybe. It's a, it might be a stretch, you know? But anyways. So I think we've pretty much, you know, gone nowhere well, the, and decided that we need a people eater or uh, a couple of people we'll, eaters. I think know. we also need to ditch some ditch. of the annual pass holder options. I think you need. Really? I think you need maybe two maximum. I'd be willing just to go with you either get the premium or you get nothing, like it was in the old days. See, you know, I never bought because being a, you know, cast member, I never really paid attention to what the levels were when I worked there. So there wasn't any. There was just there one, huh? Yeah. Hmm. When we when we worked there, and there was that one guy that kept going with us. I'll. Yeah, I'm intentionally not saying his name. Yeah, please. Um, okay, he had an AP, and it was that or nothing. You know, there was no. Oh, geez, you know, let's try to get. 
I don't know. I, I still think the Southern California Select annual pass the is the twenty dollar ticket equivalent of an annual pass. It's you know everyone gets it because it costs barely a hundred bucks. You know, and... dude, dude, you could, you could leave that one absolutely no discounts. Pay for parking or add the parking. Do the deluxe and the premium, and only give discounts in the premiums. So you're either going to force people to move all the way up. And it's going to weed some of the people out. Because part of it, the reason you do it is to get all the discounts. But I think the premium is the only one that gets the uh, discount on shopping, correct? Or do you get discounts? I think so. On- no, I I don't think the Deluxe gets shopping discounts. Maybe some downtown Disney shopping discounts. I got to say, I was but- so PO'd. You know, granted, I didn't do my homework when I converted my ticket at Disney World to an annual pass. And she said something about, you know, shopping. And I just made a huge assumption. And I go in <laughs> and I'm, I'm shopping in the Magic Kingdom. Oh, here's my premium pass. May I have my discount, please? Oh, you don't get any shopping discounts. I'm like, what? <laughs> downtown Disney only. And then only at selected shops in downtown. Yeah, World of Disney. No, of course the I, world- I, I got it somewhere else. Uh, Lego, the Lego shop gave okay. us a discount. You know, a few restaurants, but I mean, at Disneyland, everywhere you turn, you get a discount with that premium pass. Eating, shopping, you know. So that was kind of disappointing to have that happen. But yeah, I think that I think that would go. That would also make a significant change in a in a crowd, the number of people inside Disneyland. Okay, you you have the deluxe. Do you get a discount when you eat? Yes, you get 10% off at certain places. Okay, so you start cutting out some of those and make it only a premium thing. One, you're going to create the, the you know haves and have-nots, which is okay with me. You already have that, though, so what, you know. Uh... Well, I'm saying if the more you cut out to where you're only getting in the park multiple times versus a lot of the extra discounts, you're either going to have people say, I can't afford to go to the higher one and it's not worth it for me anymore. Possibly, Correct. maybe. Hopefully. And you have, there's you said we have four, so there's one in there that you could totally drop the... The one right above the local. I think you'd leave the local one. I know people like my mom like the local one because they want to go when it's absolutely the least busiest time, and they can just seem to go anytime because they're retired, gray-haired, you know, <laughs> people. Um, so yeah, I think you, you, you need those for the, those kind of people. But all right. Well, I mean, out of all the annual pass holders out there, I, I'd be willing to bet that fifty percent of them are. Made up of the lower two uh, annual pass offerings, the Could be. Southern Does, California and the Southern California Select. The statistic I want to see is uh, the so like the Select. That's the cheapo, right? That's the SoCal the, Select. Yes, okay. that's what it's called. So, how many days a year do you get to go on that particular? I pass? think I think one hundred or two hundred. Well, I'm, let's check. You know, I got the window of the world right here. And we'll check. And this is what I'm what I'm getting to is let's say it gives you a hundred days. I want okay. to know the statistic of how many days the average person actually uses it. I, I just personally, for me, I would just find that interesting. Okay, here it is: Southern California Select, hundred and twenty-four dollars. You get one hundred and seventy-five days in Disneyland. Or California Adventure. Okay, 175 days. Now, average, there's probably a few of those that use it every 100, all 175 days. There's always somebody in the crowd that does that. But on average, how many days do you think 
one of those people. But that's a, but that's goes. 175 days you can go, yes. and 190 days you cannot. Correct. Well, that, you're you're really quick less, on your math. You know? But that's less than half the year. <laughs> it's that's horrible. But well, you know, again, like I said, that's the twenty. That's the equivalent of a twenty dollars daily admission. I mean, it's the cheapest. One hundred twenty-four bucks. I wonder how much a three-day pass costs. Probably, probably more than that. All right. Well, the next one's called Southern California. That's one hundred and fifty-four dollars. So for thirty more bucks. And what's the freaking difference between the yeah, two hundred and twenty days? You get forty-five more days inside the park. Whoopee! You know what? Okay. Then there's deluxe, which I have two hundred and forty dollars, or two thirty-nine. Excuse me. Let me be more accurate. Three hundred and fifteen days. I have 50 blackout days now, whereas when I first bought Deluxe, it was only 30 blackout days. Oh, and you get, oh, the difference between uh, the Southern Californias and the Deluxe is I can get guided tour discounts. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, big deal. Ah. Uh, and then with premium, I, I you, can give you, you a guided, dis- I can give yeah. you a guided tour. At premium, you get, you add parking and merchandise discounts at select locations. I'm so, waiting for the day I mean, when they start putting some limitations on that. When they start putting limitations on what? The premium. They can't. Why not? They can say, well, you know what? You can't come on Christmas and, you know, New Year's. But they they could uh, do that. I, I'm just okay, I've but been waiting okay, for the day that they might limit that. But there's four levels of ticket. Out of all the people that buy annual passes... I think the percentage of by premiums is the smallest. Well, I say I just like to see the statistics on on average of on all the different classes how many days they use it. Like for example, I have the premium. Maybe I used it sixty times this year. Let's say. Okay. And I only used it on three days that were blackout dates for the rest for of everybody you, else for us okay. common folk. So yeah. was it worth it for me to pay all that extra money for those three extra days and some discount on eating? That's oh, a good it, might, it might be to me because I don't want, you know, I don't want the man telling me what I can and can't do. Or you also don't have to go. stop and check the calendar. Oh, say blacked out. I don't, you know. Exactly. I don't know. I'm, you know I'm also looking at the ticket prices here. Right, adult ticket, three day park hopper, one hundred and forty nine dollars for five more bucks. You get a Southern, of course, you have to have proof of residency, but you can buy an annual pass that gets you in for 220 days. Do you that, see how... That's, you only see how you the, that's only for the lowest one. The next one up, you don't have no, to No, have... the, the, the lowest one is $124. Okay, wait, are you saying the lowest two have to be locals? Yes. Certain zip to, codes? Yes. Exactly. But, you know, if you come here often enough, you're going to know somebody maybe. You may be coming to visit family, so your family member could buy it for you. Yeah. See, there, there's, the, there's the kind of thing I, that the Florida, I, I don't think, has. They don't, I, they don't have a zip code uh, I don't think so either. on any of them. Uh, but a two-day park hopper for Disneyland is 116 bucks, Eight more dollars, and I have an annual pass. Good for 175 days. But, you know, a lot of people just don't think in those regards. Let's say... Okay, let's yeah, say, they do. Let's say but if, if they if they pushed it, if they sold it, come on, we went to Universal Studios. Okay, but they that pushed way back it. Then, so how many yeah. how many you cast know, members next... in that little stupid booth say, "Well, you know, for five dollars more, they don't uh, need to." There's already too many of them, is what you're Correct. saying. Correct. Well, so. that, that's exactly what I'm saying. 
I just I just think all you have to do is you know look at the ticket sign for a good fifteen minutes and you'll figure out, holy crap, I'm going to be here for a week. If I stay here for five day park up, it's one hundred eighty bucks. Well, that's why I finally converted my pass in Disney World to the annual passport because I knew I was going back for uh, Mouse Fest and possibly even back in February that it would be worth it. Otherwise, I I, I wouldn't do it because the one. One thing nice at Disney World is when you start buying multi, multi, multi days, the price keeps going down. Yeah, down sure down. it does. It's, it's a like much better deal. To... The difference between a six-day park hopping ticket and a five-day park hopping ticket is like two bucks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah. When and then when you start doing the division on that, you're you're getting your seventy-dollar ticket down to you know forty bucks a day. Forty bucks a day. Yeah. It's some, whatever it is. Pretty cheap. Yeah. No. That's actually I think it's a better deal to go to Disney World. Uh, than it is to Disneyland in some respects. Uh, apart from, well, which, everything else being equal, how you get there and all that, yes. No, I mean, yeah, if you live but... in the middle of the country, why go to Disneyland unless you're, unless you're you know, a Disney fan and you want to see well, because you know, Disney, the Holy Land, right? Disneyland's better. Yeah, I agree. But you get more bang for your buck in Florida. You, you get the larger Disney bubble experience in Florida. Yeah. That is correct. Which is... And it's also pushed. I mean, Disney... Disney doesn't really push Disneyland. No, and I don't really think they, they want have you to go to Florida. I don't. <laughs> I don't think they really have to push Disneyland. Obviously, it's crowded enough that they don't have to advertise for it. And even when it's not, it's still the locals will take care of it. And you're right; they want to push people out to the larger resort that is really there for that. You know. So, so do you think that there's a there's a quick fix to the crowd? Uh-uh. Is there something they could do quickly? Nope. No, I don't think so. Oh, well, it depends on how quick you can build an attraction. All uh, right. So you you think your camp, your answer to it is an attraction that sucks up people, gets people I, uh, off the street. Multi attractions. Although you and I both know that if you build a brand new fancy e ticket, they're putting fast pass in there, which is not going to leave the the crowd. No, I, I fast pass though I use it uh, disgust me. Uh, <laughs> that's I, right. It's, it's just that's dumb another thing. It's just trading. War- I understand the thought. Like, let's take something to the absurd, um, which is not too hard for us. No, I believe Magic Mountain, from what I hear, and I know Universal does. You can buy, let's say it's ten dollars more a. Trip to the front of the line pass. I don't know what it's actually called, but you wear, a, I think, uh, something around your wrist, you know, a little yellow thing, and it, it gets you to the front of the line. So let's just say, like they do when they say, if we charge more taxes on smokers, eventually people will stop smoking because it's too expensive. And I say, when people stop smoking and you have that, you no longer have that tax revenue, who pays for all these programs you just started paying for yep. with your smoking tax, okay? So when we take it to that absurd level... Now everybody's bought the front of the line pass. Yep. And when everyone's special, <laughs> nobody is. So, it, it, you know, and when I hear all these things about, you know, they're getting rid of fast pass because the annual pass holders take advantage of it. I'm like, how so? You know, there is one machine I know of that is not on the computer system for some reason. It's not attached. And you can get its fast pass along with another fast pass in the park. I'm not Are gonna, you going to share it? No, I'm no. not. No, I, I, okay. I don't. I don't want to cause panic and you know a mad rush over there. And or gotta, or have them fix it 
Or yeah, or have them fix have, it. I really don't. Fix yeah, it. I don't want a who, <laughs> who concert happening right over the, the Fast Pass in this particular Jeez, this particular um, North End 19- attraction. This, 1979, yeah. yeah, and I wouldn't want that to happen in this very far, far north attraction. Um, so it's kind of a dark, sp- spinning northern end type of attraction. But we won't okay. go there. Okay. Um, so I'm not really sure how they could take advantage of it other than if Disney really wanted to get control of it, they would only honor it between the times they're actually on the frickin' ticket. Yep. See, because what you can do, like when I'm done in the park and even with some of our fellow podcasters is we're having a good time yucking it up walking around the park enjoying people looking at people um making fun of people podcasting whatever (laughs) we're doing right we're just collecting fast passes as we go you know okay hours up we can get the next one hours up we can get the next one we've been having a good time and then we just start hitting all the attractions at once at the end of the night yeah. because they honor them all day if they honored them only for that hour it might you know, things might adjust a little bit. And I've never been turned down using a fast pass. Neither have I. But I do hour. see a lot of people standing at the fast pass entrance waiting for their time to come. Well, yeah, you have to wait. You, you can't well, go no. in early, but you can't no, go past. But the point is, my point is that a majority of the people for that hour ride it in that hour. Use their fast pass during that time, the majority. It's the, it's the annual pass holders or the jaded types like us that will stock up on them and use them much later could be you know i I, the idea is you know you you take a fast pass here you go ride that ride and you come back but you know and you know i'm not going to say it's adding a lot to the lines but on average i'd say they're adding 15 or 20 minutes to each line that has a fast pass because if you've ever stood in a line and watched you know for 20 minutes fast pass people go by and you're still sitting there you know well, that's also the that's we've all we've talked about this before, but that's also the fail the point of failure in a fast pass is the the human mix in point. You know, that person alone decides when standby gets to roll and when you fast would think pass there was some kind roll. of guideline because I've noticed that at Disney World they don't seem to do it quite the way we do. In fact, I've seen when you see single line, a single ride liner, and fast pass stand fast pass people having a thirty minute wait. And it's only a sixty-minute wait. Let's say for non-fast pass, you're like, "What the hell's going on?" Fast pass is supposed to be fast, yeah. But you're still standing in line, so I'm not qu- quite sure what but, the difference is the way that how they handle it. But but fast pass also puts people out on the streets, which makes the park look that much more crowded as well. Well, I think so because I don't think everybody goes on the other ride because they'll go to the other ride and they see it's an hour and they know their fast pass can come back. Let's say in forty-five minutes, they're like. Ah, screw this! You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll eat. You know, I the Do cynics out there it. said that it was a Paul Pressler conspiracy to get people to shop, and I don't know if it really was uh, to yeah, get people to shop. I don't know about that. Although I would believe it because you know he's, you know, retail guy. Well, but you know, okay, you, I know Paul Pressler has, uh, you know, his name is almost a pejorative now. Yeah, <laughs> but the Pressler era, yeah. Okay, if marketing is what you know, you're going to do it, right? You're going to do it the Correct. best you can. You're going to put your brand everywhere you can and hopefully not oversaturate things and give people every opportunity to spend their money while they're in your facility to do so, correct? Yes. So in that respect, can you really blame him for doing what he knows? No, no, no. No, what you can blame him for potentially is 
not getting enough advice or what I, you know, as much as I like Roy Disney and I am an admirer of him and Stanley Gold and Shamrock and everything they've done, when in the waning years of Eisner, uh, they are as much to blame as, as well as the whole board of directors for not taking a stance much earlier. You know, yeah. they didn't involve themselves enough and took, you know, what Michael said at, at gospel at times. And when you look at their voting record, they voted for a lot of the things that were considered later controversial or they even complained about, but yet said, well, you know, I was one of 20. Well, you know, that's what people and said that, with Hitler and with <laughs> Saddam. Well, I was just this one guy. What could it I do, up. you know? Yeah, but, it hey, it only took, what, 20 or 30 at the Boston Tea Party? It only took, you know, what, 20 or 30 to sign the Declaration of Independence. It only takes a few smart people with the right idea to change the world. And some guts. You like that, huh? That's my little lecture for the day. All right, good. History lesson, too. Well, not a very good one, but, you know. No. All right, so I guess I guess there's a number of ills that would need addressing to get us back to our good old days. Well, you know, you know what else also would help? Here, okay, here is an immediate thing they could do right now. Staff up. <laughs> Actually have all the turnstiles open. Actually. Um, have almost all, all the food locations open. It's open, yeah. Uh, have both sides of the lines open, not just one. You know, nothing like going up to an attraction and, you know, I almost... Have you ever heard people say the queue line? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Does that bug you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the cue. It's like saying the line line, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, But anyways, you know, you go up to an attraction, only one side of the queue is open. Or you go to a restaurant, there's two windows open, and there's 2,000 people waiting for that. those two yeah, things. That's usually when I leave. Oh, I, you know. Find someplace be- else. Because we're locals, we could afford to do that. Well, no, I, you know, I don't mean leave the park. I mean find a different place to eat. No, I, mean, I totally understood like, what you mean. You're going to go okay. say, okay, forget the Mexican today. We'll go try well, hot dogs or something. Like our like our trip to do the videotape. Yeah, how we, all we, wanted, yeah okay. we, we all if, wanted a snack. If we would have just <laughs> ate at the first place, we would have been done by the time we went around to the five we, other we, places we checked out. We rolled up Main Street, walked right past the hot dog cart, line too long, walked into the plaza, the... Um, the Plaza Inn, holy cow, that place is jammed. Keep walking right out the backside. Okay, let, next stop, Red Rockets Pizza. Holy cow, let's light out the door. What's for the, going for on? that it crap, was, yeah. It was 8 o'clock at night, right? Right. And Roll Red, Red Rockets has got to be the crappiest pizza and Italian food I think I've All ever right, had. All right, so we kind of bend to the left. We go by Tomorrowland Terrace. Two windows open. Yes, two. Yeah, screw that. Two. Okay, up around Matterhorn. We didn't go. No, we cut across the hub at that well, point. No, no, no. We went to the village house. What? What? You know? What, we didn't walk. Okay. Yeah, we well, did. It's it's hard to recognize. It's it's not the old village house. It's the crappy today's village house that has hardly anything on its menu, and is a shadow of its former self. And then we ended up at El Zocalo. Zocalo, yeah. But the thing is, we made this grand circle tour of restaurants looking for yeah. someplace you know that wasn't yeah. jammed. We or... could have stayed at the plaza because the line wasn't actually that bad. Though finding a place to sit may have been a little it more difficult. Looked, it, just, it was just crazy in there. It, it, looked, looked it looked messy, but it probably in the long run we would have been uh, okay. sat by the time we walked around to all the other places. But we did have a good tour of the park at the time. So. 
So, do you want to talk? Keep talking about the videotaping, then, or do you want to try to wrap up the the crowd control business? No, I think crowd control, guest control. Um, yeah, it's a crowd. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a mob. It's it's one it's one one gunshot fired into the air away from being a mob. Yeah, that that could be interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I don't. My, my recommendation is cut annual passes, get rid of fast pass. Well, it's easy to say if you already have your annual pass. Okay, fine. I'll be a paying customer like everybody else, and I'll go three times a year instead of at the drop of a hat twelve times a year or more. You know, that's. But when I go, I'm gonna enjoy the I'm gonna enjoy the heck out of it because. It's not going to be crazy. Yeah, you're going to go from rope drop to closing. E- yep. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. Isn't that what yeah. Isn't that what you do in Walt Disney World because you don't, you know, you're not exactly sure when you're coming back? I try to, yeah. Yeah, so it's that that mentality will take over. Yeah, which is but fine. It, no it won't because you live too close for that mentality to take over. Then mm-hmm. you'll be pissed. Remember when they were they discontinued selling annual passes, and they said if you had one, you better renew it because if you let it lapse, you won't get yes, it Yes, I remember that. That didn't last very long. No, but did, like, weren't people freaking? Like, oh, no, they yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Or when DCA opens, there'll be no annual passes for DCA. Yeah. It'll be too crowded. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have been in there. No, okay, so uh, who told you this story about not getting in? It was a it was a mice chat posting. Oh, you can never trust that. Okay. Well, so. I mean, it's someone's per, it's someone relaying their personal experience in an in an internet community forum. I you yeah, know who that goes. We know how we all embellish those. Um, what I was saying, I the day I showed up and we had one of these incidents, and we went into DCA. DCA was a zoo. Uh, hour and forty five minutes for Tower of Terror. How much? Hour forty five. Forty five. Wow. Yeah. It was outside the queue. They had to actually throw more queue up uh, at the exit area. There's places to put stanchion poles and all that. So um, it was probably 45 minutes an hour for California Screaming. Uh, A good 40 minutes to an hour for the uh, uh, Grizzly River Run. But we did... And we're able to finish every major attraction plus a couple minor ones in a day, even with those kind of long lines. Because there's, you know, it's a handful of things to do. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, let's move on to sort of our next subject. When we recorded our complimentary video. <laughs> companion video. Yes. Our companion <laughs> complimentary video yeah. to our Halloween you know, quasi-scary, you know, dumb story show. Uh, Ghost Hunter show. Ghost Hunter show. We we put it up not one to not wanting to be in competition with any of our and, other fine podcasters like uh, Brad from Bringing Disneyland Home or Lou and Bob from Beyond Main Street. But since Lou and Bob never been to Disneyland, well, Bob's been there. I I don't know if he was looking for ago, yeah. Richard when he was there. <laughs> Could but be. He, yeah, he needs a little bit of Richard now and then. <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> we put it up. We thought, okay, we'll just throw one up and just see what people think. Well, I would have to say, wouldn't you, Mike? It's, decent, been, it's we, been overwhelming. People want more. We got some decent response, yeah. 
So um, we were going to kind of just keep it under our hats, but we decided to let it out of the bag. Anyways, we're going to do a Christmas show. And the podcast that we threw in the trash last week was actually about the Disneyland or the, the Christmas decorations already being up in the park. For, no, for Veterans Day. It used to be Thanksgiving evening after the park closed. It was like a mad rush and all the crap go. went up. I mean, overnight, the park would be almost fully decorated. The tree would be up. Now, granted, the tree would have been in the uh, backstage area for weeks being shaped. Decorate. I mean, they, well, no, not forget decorate. They bring in this huge ash tree. It's real. They go cut it down. They truck it in. There's a there's a place in the back where it's I think it I think it looks like a manhole cover. They take this thing off, they place it in there. It's all supported. They will actually cut branches off, move them in different places. They craft a perfect real tree to make sure. I mean, they make sure it looks really good. Paint it green. Yeah, get it good and green. Put all the you know. Well, a lot of the deck. Some decorations can go up there. Some they add at the end. You know, of course. Um, so they've got plenty of time to get it ready. And some of the lights, like we saw on Small World, may be up early. They just won't be on. Sure. But a lot of this stuff was up already, and it's just it's disturbing to me when I see Christmas before Halloween's even over. Hey, I love Christmas. I love to turn on my Christmas music. It just seemed a bit early this year. Yeah, it ain't going to get any better as time goes on, I'm sure. Yeah, well, sooner or later, it'll be like poor white trash and never take it down. <laughs> <laughs> I know you see that in Corona all the time. You know, oh, shut you don't up. think of it as Dude, white there's trash, two, but there's know. two two houses already got Christmas lights on that we could see driving to yeah, their. I, I refuse to. Yeah, November twenty fifth. I will stay be, after uh, yeah, stay after Thanksgiving for us. I will be putting it up. Well, isn't that? Have I got the date wrong this year? I don't it? know. I because you know. Think the day after Thanksgiving changes every year. Here and uh, actually, it will be the twenty. Be the twenty fourth. Oh, yeah, twenty fourth. You're right, twenty fourth. Um, that's the day that I will put up my Christmas lights. No sooner, no later. Yeah. Usually, it's getting all the crap out of the attic. That whole weekend's blown by you know pulling out multiple, multiple, multiple boxes out of the attic, putting the decorations up. And then we'll say, you know what? Nah, we don't need to do that one this year. No, we'll, we'll put that one back up in the attic. You know, don't get every year. It seems to get less and less, but. You know, kids get older and they don't want as much and all that. But you know, um, so, so we threw right, that we one in the trash. But we want to do this. Yes, shut up. You know, <laughs> just sorry about that. You keep talking when I'm talking. You know what it is? Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'll go ahead. Anyways, we want to do this video. And we kind of want to know what you guys would like to see. Uh, would you like us to talk about Christmas past, uh, Christmas future, Christmas present? All of the above, none of the above. What would you like to see? Obviously, one of the best holiday attractions is no longer there, the Country Bears. But we still have the overlay at um, Small World. We still have the quasi-two-holiday overlay at the, uh, the Haunted Mansion. Uh, so, I, I don't think I, I don't think we'd make the mansion part of it. Do you? Well, you oh, might you might see an exterior. Probably not do. Yeah. You have a. You have the gift of gab when it comes to me recording. Because every time we've been on an attraction and I'm recording the attraction, you're like, hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. Let me blow my nose. Uh, you, know, it's, uh, you know, let me rip one here. Oh, speaking of, 
Did you get the video that's going around of Canadian Idol? No. It's 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 just like American Idol, and this okay. girl can they're announcing. Here comes Janet for the fourth time. She's standing there, kind of getting ready. And all of a sudden, you hear. <laughs> Patrick, was that an accident or was that her yeah, act? No, that was supposedly an accident. She goes, I forgot what she called it. And one of the here, one of the guys says, "You move on to the next one." <laughs> you know? uh, okay, they some com- to- They make some comment about that's. That's really ripping one for the performance or something. And I'm like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe it. All four of the judges are just rolling. They're out of their chairs. Um, <laughs> was, right, you said Canadian Idol, huh? Yeah, I got it. I think I, I still – see, do I have it here? Looking. For I'm it? on YouTube right now looking for it. Oh, okay. I also got this email from my wife. Find your age – and chocolate with, or what was this? And it actually worked. I, I never figure out how these math things work. Tell me your age. You probably would tell a falsehood anyways, but the Hershey man will know. And, you know, you start out by, I don't know, it's, it's this little test. And I don't know how these things work, but it worked. Um, what a dumbass All right, I am. There's, there's, a, there's a commercial that they took the sound of that girl at one go and put it to something else. Oh, I don't have the actual video of her doing that. Maybe let's see if I it's in my trash. You know, I I get to the point I try not to forward a whole lot of stuff to people because it just gets you know. Good idea. Gets old. Oh, here she is. <laughs> Farts in front of judges. <laughs> yeah, here's here's my email here. Yeah, I found it. You know what? I have a feeling people are going to be asking me for now that you found it on YouTube. I don't need to yes. forward this to anybody. They'll find Duh. it. Nope. I might even just put this link in the show notes. You you do that. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so we we're asking for ideas for Christmas show. I have a few where we should shoot from at least. You know, typical two-person, what do they call them? Not stand-ups, but stand-up sit-downs. I don't know. Oh, and also, oh, we can't show Richard's face. You'd have to wear a mask. That would be no. fun. Hey, I Richard, will, Richard will be the voice behind the camera. Hey, Tigger RPH just... God, that guy's got a thousand posts. He needs to get a like. Um, <laughs> Come on now. 1,066 posts. I mean, jeez. That is uh, a lot of posts. A, he's a contributing member no, of the community. No, he is. That's great. I'm just thinking, a thousand posts. Jesus. Um it says, just to let you guys know, Saul's contract and you guys got mentioned on Mouse Tunes. What? <laughs> Where is this? This it was. I was on um, the one we were just. Uh, what is it? The which for, which one is this? This is um, show number thirty six. Now really? I I didn't know I'm. I'm behind from all my studying on a few of the podcasts. I must. I'm way behind. I, I must mention. Um, so I guess I'm going to have to go listen to a couple of Jeff's shows. Maybe maybe Saul has brought us up again. I don't know. No, but we, we played that recording from Mark. I mean, from from uh, from Meandering Mouse. He, remember, he left us that voicemail. Yes, Saul left us a voicemail. I got to go listen. I haven't. I have to admit, since since Nathan really ripped on Disneyland, I haven't been listening to Mouse Tunes as much. It's not because of that, but then. Uh, Lou and Mongello and I were ex- exchanging some emails, and um, I got busy studying, and I just haven't 
got back. They're on my list. I'm still subscribing. I just, I've been kind of picking through some of their shows, but I need to sit down and, uh, I, man, I got so many to catch up on. It's just, I, I got a little bit of trapped on vacation the last couple of days trying to catch up with his. The bleeping wife just cracks me up. He needs to keep her on that show. The bleeping, <laughs> wife, the bleeping wife is funny. Yeah. She is a. She's a riot. All right. She'll be she'll be smacking him around on the podcast sooner or later. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear this smack. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. The honeymoon's over. I'm waiting for a smack. All right. I wonder if it's this latest episode of Mouse Tunes. I don't know. I'll have to go go check my downloads. Very hey. interesting. All right. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, let us know. We'll try to have it out well before Christmas. I'm thinking, well... It's- no, 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 no. The idea was we're going to record it here soon and deploy it just before Christmas. Okay, it depends. You know, it's like, if you do it a day or two before Christmas, people are busy. I think we need to do it a week, week and a half before okay. Christmas so they can enjoy the season. But considering how long it took the last one to get cut together... Okay, there were other circumstances which, you know... Precluded which, me jumping which, right on it. Okay, but which may still be in existence when we well, actually... Well, no, part of it was me switching over to my new 24-inch iMac from the uh, the Mac Mini. So that's all set up now. Everything's installed. All the cables are hooked. You know, we're, we're good to go. So okay. I can get right back into the editing room with no problem. Um, and I'll, you know, we'll try to fix some of our... Uh, our volume issues we're going to test some other mics to use with the camera um so we'll yeah get, we'll get that all figured out we'll make it work real well you know it's, i like the binaurals except when we're talking the the one you know the binaurals are going to the ear earl seems to you know we his voice picks up pretty well on on his and we have the same type but i tend you i, I heard you guys far better than i heard myself and you guys had the little my early Binaurals, yeah. which probably aren't as much binaurals as they are, just two little lapel mics hooked to a, you know, a mini jack. Okay, but I think I think is when you're when you jack the binaurals and those sharing an input on the camera. I think they're well. It wasn't on the camera. I think it was just into the 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 eye river. We never got. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. Into the eye river. Yeah, I think yeah. they're um, the impedances. The frequency up. response changes. Yeah, it could be. You know, that that very well could be. Um, Maybe we'll just use those two little mics instead, and we'll, you know, if you're sitting close enough, it should pick up both. Or we can go to the old uh, uh, cup routine like uh, like Jeff used. So the cup stand, that worked out pretty well. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. Uh, but that's right. that's what's upcoming, and you know, we'll um, like I say, if you want to hear holiday stories, holiday past, what what. How the park decorations have changed over the years. I had Richard's been, you know, with the park, geez, what, 20 years? Or is it going on 25 now? I've, I've lost track. Uh, 25 years next year, I think. Yeah, so he's seen a lot of things change, uh, the way they decorate. Like, you know, the whole thing about uh, the, about Halloween this year, you know, he was... It was in all the papers that they were trying to compete with Knotts. I'm like, you know, that's that's just so wrong because Knotts is an adult venue yep. for Halloween. And he was saying that years ago Disney used to put out pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns. Nothing at this level, I don't believe. You know, it was more, 
you know, maybe like a harvest kind of setup versus um, all the big jack-o'-lanterns and the Mickey ones and the, the ones in the entrance and all that. So, um, but it, it would be interesting. We should maybe do some research, pull some pictures off the web or something. You know, they used to put the star on top of the Matterhorn. There's a lot of cool things they have done in the past. And some people just may may want to see what the park looks like at Christmas who never have. So we'll we'll try to not maybe have our mugs out on as much as we will have the park. And we'll do it in color this time, not in the, the black and white. That was done for effect only. Uh, I think it worked out pretty good. Yeah. I, we could have stayed in black and white in the gallery, but uh, Richard turned back to color. I'm not sure why he was behind the camera. So we'll, we'll have to make sure we give him better direction next time. Yeah. Because he responds so well to direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's supposed to be following us with the video camera. We're turning around and he's, where, where the hell did he go? You know, we're the, tipping a we're the talent on air. Where the hell is he? Yeah. <laughs> he got the girl to display the fridge and that freezer. Was funny. That was good. I got to admit, that, that was a good, a good stop. So good thing to do. So, uh, again, send in so, show suggestions other than the Christmas show, but for other things also. Uh, Things you want to hear. Uh, I can't believe I say I've run out of things to say, but you know, be repeating myself to go back to some of the old shows. So we could revisit some of those topics and see what's going see on. See if our see if the attitude or the conclusion has changed. Yeah, because some of it may have. You know, as we become older and wiser, and <laughs> got some shows under our belt. <laughs> yeah, had some uh, people tell us how much how full of crap we are. Things like that. Yeah, well, that's always fun, and we have a few. Um, we have a few pod people, cast member uh, podcasters on the DPN we have not envy- interviewed yet either. So Bob's coming on. We said hopefully yep. sometime next week we'll record the show. Some, there might be another show with uh, one of our shows without an interviewee before that show gets up. Uh, but didn't see, we haven't talked to Chris yet, have we? Big D, we haven't nope. done a show with Chris. And we've done Aaron. Jeff a couple times. Jeff's like, you know, he's a... He's a media hoe. He just wants to get on all the shows. Yeah, that's right. You know? um, oh yeah, Aaron. Aaron's you know Aaron like me studying a lot. He hasn't been as available, but we should try over the holidays see if we can hook him up. And we haven't had Paul of surround oh, yourself Mr. with the magic. That's right, Mister Barry. That's right. The smooth and silky sounds of yeah. Paul Barry. Um, so yeah, we should get Paul on. And Sam, uh, Sam, um, from is that is that Baron? No, that's not Baron. It says he was a uh, all. Oh crap! I can't remember. But Sam Pinizzato, he was, okay. He wanted to come on the show, or I was going to go on his show. We were going to work something out to do something there too. So, um, anyways, uh, and we should, yeah, you know what we haven't mentioned in a while is uh, uh, what Brian McDaniel's Disney World book, the one that's written like our show is, with a lot of attitude and oh. humor and all that. So we we haven't mentioned. Plug away. Yeah. Well, I was I was trying to. Okay. I actually. Reaching up here in my shelf, I was gonna, you know, I always like to, you know, give a free plug for guys, uh, good guys. I was gonna find. Oh, we should find. Uh, is it um, the Mexico River Tempio El Tempio? Uh, yeah, that's that's history now, right? So no, I think it's rumor. Not necessarily confirmed yet. No, it's going to hit rehabbed, and they think that the rehab's going to significantly change its. Yeah, that kitschy. is a rumor. I thought I I saw a a thread that's saying it was actually closed now. Is that not true? I didn't go into the. I have to admit, I didn't go into the thread because 
you know, I, I, I do that to be able to sit down and relax a little bit and be mildly entertained. Not, I don't go there for the thrill, obviously. Uh, I was just going to see what our friend Brian McDaniel of Disney World, the Full Report 2006, has to say about this attraction, since it is rumored to be coming on uh, to a recent change or an upcoming Corn change. Corner Mouse Planet El Rio will close on January 2nd. I don't trust everything Mouse Planet says. For three months, wow. when it reopens, the three cab some three caballeros. Yeah, I heard stuff that. Now, is gonna be now wait, 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 let's. Okay, I realized that the three caballeros spoke. Spanish, or were of Spanish descent. Would that be correct to say? Yeah, but they weren't. Mexican. Wasn't it in frickin' Argentina though? Jesus, oh, gosh. not Mexico. <laughs> Sorry if I blew some people's ears out there, but yeah, you did. Oh my God! It's like can't we get some of this stuff straight? Sometimes it's like putting Buzz Lightyear in Tomorrowland. God, that's a freaking cartoon. Okay, let's see what uh, our friend Brian McDaniel of Disney's World. The Full Report 2006 has to say, El Rio de Tiempo is a seven-minute boat ride chronicling Mexico's history. In case you were wondering, El Rio de Tiempo does not translate into the River of Time. The true translation is the River of Boar. <laughs> what? Oh, the <laughs> the true the true translation is the River of Boar. If you are hunt, <laughs> if you are hurting for time, or even if you are not hurting for time, spend your seven minutes wiser. Oh, start your hand for <laughs> staring at your hand for seven minutes is more exciting <laughs> than the river of time. Oh, oh, come on! Oh, I find that funny. See, that's you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Not you know it's. It's like, you know, the people that say the park, you know, uh, DCA would have been better as a parking lot. I mean, that's just dumb. But this, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, it, it is funny, but it's just, you know, would you ever, <laughs> would you ever advocate skipping an attraction at Walt Disney World? Yeah. And that's one of them. If I didn't have time, I'd say go in the pyramid and take in the ambiance of yeah. the pyramid, but skip the ride. In fact, you know what? I, the reason that that one also kind of popped in my mind is because Earl's, what was it his last show or the previous show, he and the bleepin' fiancé, bleepin or wife. I mean bleepin' wife, uh, she's been a fiancé for so damn long that I forgot that she's the bleepin' wife now. Um, they were on there, and unless I was drifting while I was working and listening to it at the same time, I swore... He, as they were leaving load unload and they go by the restaurant that he said, there's the blue Bayou. Now I'm going to have to go back and listen to it now, because when I heard that, I kind of like did a double take. Then I thought, okay, am I, you know, daydreaming here while I'm listening and working, which is very possible. Uh, but now I got to go back and listen to that. Cause when, when it said it, I kind of looked like blue Bayou. I don't know what that restaurant's even called, but, uh, uh, San Han, it's the same name as a cantina outside. Well, shoot, but I could go right back to my, Disney World, Passport. the full report, 2006. Yeah, you know, the passporter's over on my fish tank, and I keep forgetting to bring it back in the studio. I should move the fish tank San, in the studio. It's the San Angel. San, the San it's Angel a, Inn restaurant. San Angel Inn, yes. But you, come on, you, you're, you're married into a family of Spanish-speaking people. You should be able to say these words. Yeah, San Angel. I just told you. 
It sounds like you're saying hell. Yeah, but that's how you say it. it's A N G E L in Spanish is pronounced on hell. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I think it is anyway. <laughs> you don't really know, dude. Go go get the uh the bleeping wife and figure out what yeah. how to say this. Alright, well. I don't even think your bleeping San, wife speaks Spanish. San, San Angel San Angel in that's San Angel in. Yeah. That's how I'm gonna read it. We read it like it's English. Yeah, why not? I mean, I I know all the important Spanish words: taco, burrito. <laughs> hey, have you ever <laughs> have you ever heard that dude? Dude, he does a stand up bit where he's a waiter in a Mexican restaurant. Maricon. And he's and, he, <laughs> and he's these out of town people don't understand Mexican food, right? And they're asking him, "What's in a taco?" Well, first they're saying it wrong. What's a taco, right? <laughs> well, a taco is a tortilla, meat. Lettuce, cheese, and tomato. Okay, what's in this here enchilada? <laughs> well, an enchilada is a tortilla, meat, lettuce, cheese, and tomato. <laughs> They're asking all these different foods, and you tell them it's the same ingredients. It's just funny. Well, the, we there was a guy who, um, unfortunately, a cast member I worked with in security who was not that much older than I was has passed away a, a couple of years ago and we worked on the island for a lot of years he was a it was a lead before i was was there when i got there and it was sad to hear him pass and he was a funny guy when the in-between would be on the rehab they'd bring the roach coaches in to to serve yeah. you know the cast members and he would just mess with the the cooks on there he says um give me a couple of those tacos and one of them quesadillas, and they'd go quesadilla, and he'd go quesadilla, um, and just can like, I'm like, would you just order your damn food right so the rest of us can order our food? And he would just mess with them. <laughs> it, was, it was funny, but, you know, um, so I just try to learn those important words I really need to know. Gringo, so I know what where I stand in the world. Um uh, I used to know Border Patrol. I, I forgot what that was now. Emigre. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who went into the local Kmart in Santa Ana and was testing out their CB radios and the speakers and uh, yelled that over the, the speakers. You should have saw that story empty out. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but right. uh, I digress. Right. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up. Huh, I thought we had, were wrapped up. We were just shooting the crap after the show. We're still on the air? Oh, my yeah. God. This is pathetic. This thing is still, these things are still on, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we need to talk about? Mouse Fest is three weeks away. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I'll tell you exactly how far it away. It's 18 days, 23 hours, 31 minutes, and 27 seconds till I get on the airplane. That's how far away it is. Okay, so less than three weeks away. Yeah, and that's a Mac widget, by the way. It's, it's You can put any of your Disney uh, travel needs in this widget. It's very cool. You can put in, this is, watch, this is, I'll tell you what you can put in here. You can put in Disney World, Disneyland Resort, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland Reser uh, Resort Paris, Tokyo Disneyland, or Hong Kong Disneyland. And you can even have it count down to a specific time or... Um, or not just the date. It's it's really kind of cool. I found a clock countdown clock for my PC. Then when I went Mac, and I'll never go back. I found this little gizmo, and it's it's pretty cool. 
So if you're that obsessed when you're going on your trip, it's one of those must-haves. Yeah. I, I did get a disturbing email from Delta. My flight home has been knocked up an hour and a half. Dude, I know. We lost it. I don't want to go on this. T- we need to do this off the air. Cause, Why? Because I'll rant. We lost our seats. What? We, lo- we lost everything. They changed. I was on the phone uh, two weeks ago with Delta. You lost I, think. Your, I better check my email. I only saw Dude, my, my time they, changed. They changed the equipment on our flight out and our flight back. We're no longer on whatever we're on. We're on some other aircraft. We lo- I had seats in the front. Remember, you know, song was originally a song flight, right? So you go in the airplane, you turn to the left, and you know, the front rows were just regular coach class like everybody else. Yep, yep, yep. Well, now we're on an airplane that's got business in first class. So the the, the closest seats to the front that are coach are started like row 21. So you're back by the toilet now. <laughs> well, well, actually back by the toilets in the 40s. Okay, but I had our whole family, you know, there's 10 of us or 11 of us, well, minus two, nine of us all traveling together outbound. And I had seats all arranged for us and everything. They changed airplanes and dropped our seats. I, we called them just to check and make sure, hey, whatever. Yeah, our flight number changed. Our departure time changed. We lost all our seats. And I was on the phone with them for a good two hours getting all our crap back. Why? Well, it, it sucked. My outgoing flight is still about the same. It's the same flight number, same time, uh, same seat as far as I know. It's a C seat, which should be the uh, aisle. Aisle, yes. Um, and I got the same seat going back. But the flight number, I don't remember it being 1775 coming back. I thought it was, That's going home. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a different it was number. but 8, 892 or 9 something or other. It's been I'll moved up it to. It's been moved 551, up. 551, yeah. Five, mine says 555 right now. That's an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. That, yeah. And you know what that means to the Magical Express? Yeah. That means. You got to get, get on the bus earlier to get back. Uh, yeah, like 3 o'clock. <clears throat> and the way I say it, we lost two hours. Because our plane leaves an hour later, and it's coming back an hour earlier. We lost two hours in Florida. Yeah, it's bogus. I like that late. In fact, I wish they had a red eye coming back. I'd take the red eye coming back, too. I don't um, think there's a such thing as red eyes that travel westbound. Uh, well, usually the red eye that goes east, when it gets there in the morning, it's going right. But, you know, it's just it's the timing. They're, they just don't have a bunch of planes going out there, you know. One goes out, gets service, comes back, back and forth, back and forth. You know, that's the whole, you know, gist of all this shit, I think. But, um, all right. Well, I'm bummed. I, I, when I saw that, well, now, you know, there's a couple people out there who are going to have vehicles. So I might not have to use the Express to go back. And if someone has a flight, you know, similar time, I can try to squeeze in there as late as possible. Um, but, you know, one person's a lot easier to get through security and all that than, you know, the, the family of five to worry about where everybody's crap, crap yeah. is and everything. Um, but the good old days of running through the airport are long gone. Long gone. Uh, All right. Well, the whole thing I was going to do is promote MouseFest anyway. Yeah. If you haven't signed up, the deadline, I think, for MouseFest people is the 22nd. Okay, wait. Now, how I, I was I saw those. How can, they, how can they limit it? Anybody can buy a ticket to get in the park. Are you saying to get into the Mega Mouse meet through the doors – no, no, I don't know. I just saw the the posting from Brad saying that the the organizer said that the deadline's the twenty second, so they have a list of names or something. I don't know. I'm just you know, I, I was wondering about that too because I want to go to the Pixel and Magic things. They say that 
RSV, RSVP is not required, but they encourage it. So if you don't, you show up. But the guy's going to say, get the hell out. You can't walk around. Yeah, exactly. With you. I mean, I mean uh, it's just it's more to kind of give people an idea of think how many people are going to be there. But how can they? Or do I need to schedule another one? Yeah, how can they say no to you since it's not a ticketed event? I, I don't get it. Uh, I don't know. Don't don't matter. No, I've got mine. I'm, so who gives a I'm, crap about? No, hey, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was just trying to promote the event. No, the event's going to be crap loads of fun. Crap loads. I mean, just a pile of fun. I think it's it's. There's all kinds of events. Of course, there's. More fun than watching plants grow plants with grow. the DPN uh, at the land pavilion at Epcot, and then a round of drinks at the pub at uh, the Magic or uh, United Kingdom. The Rose and Crown, and then Rose, Rose some, and, Crown. and then some illuminations. Yeah. Well. Yes. Okay. Yes and no. Uh, the. You know, there's a reservation for the podcasters, and if you want to stay and eat there, you need to have your own reservations because our table's booked. Um, now, from what I heard, dining is pretty much full because there was a thread going around about Saw you know, that. do I need to plan ahead. Now, with that said, yes, there's a lot of people going to PodFest, MouseFest, I mean. I guess Pop Warner Football is also in town, but this still is like the low season at Walt Disney World. I was there in the second highest season at spring break and made no previous plans, made reservations to eat from my room the night before and was still able to get in. Now, with that said, they weren't the exact perfect times. I think I had dinner at four one day. So, you know, we had a late snack. They may not have been the exact times you wanted, but you still were able to get in. In a seat, yes. Uh, so now, I can't say that's 100% doable every time because the last time we were there i saw many of people which we've talked about this before that if they don't know the system getting turned away but they're getting turned away because they're walking up to the mater d yep and trying to get in right there. right there versus can i make something for tomorrow you know and i really think this is a guess that the concierge tables or service at the hotel's have a way of managing to get you in or a certain amount of people in. It's almost, you ever seen that movie with Michael J. Fox where he yeah, yeah. Con- kind of like that. It's like, you know, how can you tell people staying at the most expensive hotels in the property or even the cheapest hotels that, or the mid levels that have concierge service that they can't help you out with them. They've got to be able to work some deals. Otherwise it's why have them. Exactly. You know? So I, and, and, you know, it's not truly a reservation. It's like, uh, you'll, we'll take you next as soon as there's an opening. You know, it's not like the table's waiting for you. They're waiting for the next, you know, guest to get out so they can put you at that table. So it's not a true reservation system, really. At least not from what I observed, from what I understand of it. All right, well, the next thing I want to plug. Yeah, what's the next thing <laughs> now that we've uh, gosh. tangent off once more? <laughs> it's all your fault, Mike. Okay, because I don't rein you in. If anything's my fault, it's because I don't stomp on you quick well, you enough. Well, you keep bringing up other ideas I like to talk about, so if you just get to and, it. And, it. And it doesn't help that it's been two weeks since we've been behind a microphone. No, but you know, if, that doesn't if, help if you would record an exit like I've asked you to with all this crap on there so you just play it, we're done, good night, and run the little outro, we'd be uh, done with this crap, wouldn't we? You, no, you can't have it both ways. You can't say we're not, you know, 
you can't tell me <laughs> that we're <laughs> not <laughs> one of those <laughs> kind of podcasts. What kind of where we podcast? We have all that. Where we do all kinds of extra work on it. Really, kind of wants to crack the mic no, and no, go. No. And then, that's because you're you're lazy. You're the editor. You're lazy. <laughs> well, I've never made any bones about the fact that if I had to do too much work on this thing, it'll die. That's true. It's yeah, bad if, you, enough. if you had to be on my show and all the planning I have for my show, you would have lasted a week. I wouldn't do. Maybe not even that long. Okay. Yeah, you probably you're right. You wouldn't even started it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, lazy ass. All right. Well, the all that's left, I would say, is to <laughs> is to hand out contact information. Oh, God, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Thank God. What? I don't know. I felt like I was in at school there for a second. You were going to hand me something. Not my squad. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know where my mind has just gone, but the way the way you started to pronounce that word, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg at micecast dot com, Mike at micecast dot com, voicemail line two zero six six hundred mice two zero six six zero zero six four two three. Yeah, you know, people need to call that now and then, or we're gonna have to start calling it ourselves because to keep the free. Yeah. Jeff left us a message. Yeah, we got to keep at least one a month so we keep that stupid freebie uh, yeah, yeah. phone number. So, yeah, call us. Send us suggestions. You know, we're going to do another video. If you want to see something special, we'll send us an idea. Maybe we'll do it. Or if you just want to see special people who belong in the little <laughs> yellow school bus, tune in, and that'll be us. That's right. Mike wears his helmet all the time, so. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you are so insensitive? I heard you smacking your chest again with your hand. No, you uh, didn't. Yes, I did. I can see you on the, on the other side of this computer. You know, you're not, you're not totally blocked by the equipment here. Okay. You freaking moron. And I'm not mocking you at all, so don't think that. I know you're not mocking me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think it's time to say goodnight. It was a long time ago, but uh, just getting around to it. <laughs> Anytime. Oh, I'd already said it. Good night. You did, huh? Good night. Yes. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com. And join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners. 